0: Hold on, just loading. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Waze. My name is Muhammad here with the co-host Osama. Make sure to follow us at Waze 2.0 on Instagram. You can like, comment, share, and subscribe to every video. New episode every Wednesday, Waze Wednesday. If you want to listen to us, you can find us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, uh, other various platforms as well, including Spotify as well. Thank you so much for the love, support, and feedback. We plan to have on more guests, better episodes, better quality, and more content as we go along. Osama, how are you doing today, man?
1: I'm good, bro. How are you? I saw you yesterday. I just want (laughs) to say that to everybody that's uh, looking well, looks tired. My brother put him through a workout. (laughs) The worst, bro. Yeah, but you know what, that workout. (laughs) (laughs) But nonetheless, we have a special guest today. His name is Khalil. Guys, I just want to tell, I, I was just telling him it was off camera. So I went on TikTok, I, was, I, I, usually, go, I usually go on TikTok to see what's up. And then I'm like, I hear an amazing voice. I'm like, I want to go back. And he's from, from local, from like from Toronto area. So I'm like, from Toronto? I got to support my Toronto man. I got to support my Toronto guys. I go and I'm like, this guy's voice is amazing, amazing sound. And I, and I think he's going to do it big. So Khalil, welcome to our podcast, bro. I
2: appreciate you. I appreciate you both. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thank
0: First of all, welcome. absolutely. absolutely Thank you. How's your day so far?
2: It's good, you know, um, like I was telling you guys off camera and whatnot, um, just finishing up some stuff at the studio last night. Um, so I was just wrapping that up late night, early morning. Um, wanted to make sure that, you know, tapped in with you guys. I've seen some of your podcasts after we chopped it up initially. Um, you guys are doing a great job as well. So wanted to definitely
1: tap in, connect, and, you know, level up together for real. Uh, thank honestly, so I, I, thank you, bro. It means a lot. And I wanna I since I wanna start off, when did you start rapping? Because like actually I was reading an article about you on Emerge magazine. And yeah. it says you started rapping in your like the first time was it in, in high school?
2: Uh yeah, so a few people knew me from high school just because we had like little ciphers outside. So I kinda just did it yeah. more for like for fun, just because it was enjoyable. I loved watching like those BET 106 in parks. So I kinda just partook it that at school. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um yeah. but i dropped my first song like second year of university just because i was um like just trying to get some stuff off my chest so i just figured out how to record it all on like a bluetooth yeah. or no a usb mic and then just like good mix it quickly sent it out and then did the promo myself so i would say like five years
1: so five years you've actually been like making music
2: yeah yeah yeah. like that's when it started like people ask me all the time like you know how did you learn or where did you learn it's just really yeah. over time like Every year was a different progression, but I would say, like, I first hit the button and first started, I would say, like, 20 years old, so five years, yeah.
1: Oh, wow. So what was it for, What was That's amazing, by the way. That's dedication <laughs> right there. And I was going to say, uh, what was the first song you made?
2: Yeah, so that song was called Life of Lies, and it was just a song about, like, you know, how, like, both sides of the team will constantly lie just yeah. to make the situation better for themselves, um, in a nutshell, if you will um and yeah I just recorded it in my room like I didn't really have the proper setup at the time but I had the idea and I thought that that was the most important and so I would just record it on like one of those like Blue Yeti uh, USB mics some Beats headphones yeah. and then I mixed it on some like random speakers and just stayed up till like 4 a.m until it was done and then just yeah. released it and then kind of came up with my own release strategy and then it ended up kind of yeah. working and trickled off from there.
1: I actually listened to that song "Life of Live, and the one I guess lyric that stuck with me is like I have a question: Would you be in love with the real me if I didn't have a profession? Yeah, and that stuck with me because a lot of the, a lot of the times, like whether it's relationships or friends, like a lot of people do end up switching up on you. That's how I kind of For felt sure. with that with that lyric. For sure, yeah.
0: Question: I have agree. to agree. You. Like you said, you started five years ago, right? And obviously, mm-hmm. like it could be anything. Whether you want to be an entrepreneur or an entertainer sports and athlete like when you're young you have all the ambition all the excitement in the world and then once you start mm-hmm. going and once you realize how much it's going to take to actually make it a lot of people give up it's been five years obviously your sound has matured it's evolved and you've gotten better over time what makes you still go five years later like did you ever think to yourself yeah. like maybe i'm not getting enough numbers so i'm a quit or i'm not meeting the right people in the industry i'm a quit or like I don't know. I'm just down and stuff like what makes you keep going as if it's your first day of recording that song?
2: Yeah, um, you're definitely right. Like as time keeps going on and on. I think just naturally as humans, we start to question ourselves like if we're doing the right thing or even if like you the right thing, but are you moving in the right um, progression? Are you moving in the right space? Um, and so, yeah, I've definitely had those nights. i um, talking with my homies and whatnot as to like, OK, like I don't think I'm doing this right or taking too long because uh, a lot of my counterparts who i know personally they're getting signed and and whatnot and honestly i think it's really just a matter of sticking to the grind staying humble and realizing that everyone's time comes at a different like at a different time if you will um and realizing that sometimes too like you may not like it's hard to pull the swallow but you may not be ready at that time right so you have to look at it like in the sense of um, how would i put this like if, if I were to be presented to the person that I want to link up with three years ago, um, would I be ready at that time? Or is the music I'm making now, like, will that actually make them versus, you know, a couple of years back. And I, I think I'm more comfortable with the, the later than back in the day, just because like my, like you said, my sound's matured. Mm-hmm. Um, my music's evolved. The way I get everything done is matured. And it also turns you into the person that um, like in a nutshell, like it turns you into the plug as opposed to looking for the plug. So um, to make a a long a longer answer longer, um, initially <laughs> I was just having struggles like mixing, yeah. and then it became a struggle finding production. Um, then it was a struggle, um, like for example, connecting with the right people to get on Spotify playlists, all that and so Third, and then just over time, yeah. like I've always been a very self sufficient person, so I just figured out how to actually mix. Like I went to school for it, figured out how to produce. I had to learn like a new software for that. Uh, the con- the PR, I had to figure that out as well. So it turned me more so into someone who's even more self-sufficient, so that I will bring more value to the table when it's my time to blow.
0: That's amazing, and like just like hearing your answer, there's so much knowledge and wisdom. Just understanding that <laughs> pretty much you've explained and taken in over the past five years, as far as your experiences. Mm-hmm. I want to know is like the fact that you're saying like when it's your time, it's your time. Obviously, so until then, keep doing what you're gonna do, and obviously when the opportunity presents itself. only you're ready but you're confident because you're doing everything in every field you're pretty much a one-man army obviously like you explained were you always like this grounded and i guess humbled in a way before you started the progress or were you kind of like outgoing on the edge and kind of life just humbled you and stuff so you realize you know what i gotta fall back and i gotta wait for my opportunity and stuff
2: yeah um i would say i was always kind of um, very observant of what's going on and very aware but I didn't understand. And as we all know, as you keep getting into business and pardon me, into your profession, you start to realize certain things. Um, So for me, the biggest realization was that um, when you're first starting, you think that just great music or um, a great image or great timing will take you to the top and you don't realize the amount of things that are really put into it, whether it be uh, money, whether it be PR, whether it be playlisting, um, whether it be the connections you already have And so I think over that journey, it just further instills that there's so many key pieces that need to be involved for you to even get one kind of a hit, if you know what I mean, even if the music is already amazing, right? So even if the product's amazing, you have to have so many things moving at the right speed and right timing. And I think that's what really kind of humbled me, if you will, Um, Mm -hmm. because before I was humble in the sense that, okay, I know it'll take time, but now I'm understanding that the timing is not always in my control.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. I know. That's dope. Yeah. Like, just to hear talk about it, explain the process. Because as we all know, like, young entrepreneurs, young artists and stuff, they feel as if they could do as they please. And they feel as if they exactly. get have it when they want. Because obviously, the product is good. If your music is amazing and people are telling you and you're meeting different people in the industry, like, yo, you're dope and stuff, you feel as if you could just mm-hmm. press the button. So, therefore, all the like, the love and acknowledgments and the accomplishments will come that way. But there's a process, right? And once mm-hmm. you understand the process and you're more... uh understanding of how long it's going to take as far as the pathway, the more easier it is as far as what's going to come with it, right? But the more you just exactly. like, "Hey, man, like, I don't think I can do this, or you like, rah, rah, rah. Like, I want more problems you have in the future, and obviously it's going to uh, put a cease to your actual career. So, I love your answer, bro. It's an amazing observation, like you Appreciate said. Appreciate it.
1: Appreciate it. I'm reading the article, and it says, which kind of stuck with me, but you said recognition was important for you but so was mm-hmm. authenticity. So you want to speak about that?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, in that previous interview, um, basically they were asking me to say a very similar question, like, do numbers basically do numbers matter? Um. And the yeah. short and long answer of it is like, yes, numbers matter, but numbers more so matter just because with larger numbers comes larger groups of people who are willing to take a chance on you. So that's what I meant mm-hmm. by the recognition portion. But authenticity matters because. Um, as everybody knows when you're trying to create a product and it's very much so based on creativity um, that can also especially when it comes to like for example TikTok um, rely like your numbers rely on how how creative you are but also how close to trends you're sticking with and the problem is that sometimes if you're not very much grounded um, and you're and you're always coming out of a space of growing and not necessarily just coming out of a space of pure authenticity you kind of get lost yeah. in that and you lose your sense of authenticity and so i think both are very very important so i try to make sure that every time i do something it's still authentic to the core but it still falls yeah. on those various trends or, or what's popping right now
1: it's almost like that quote that it, it kind of resonates with me is it's nice to be important but it's more important to be nice and essentially like you being authentic to your viewers exactly. and to your fans like is really important because like they want to see the same person on out of music or out of creation as he would be normal with his boys or like his friends. And for sure. Being important is also has responsibility on us, which I totally agree with your answer because I feel like you want that importance because you want to change the world and change the culture, right? And I believe and mm-hmm. I love that answer. I feel a lot of creators who I've personally met don't have that. Some of them just don't have that. Like I felt like mm-hmm. I like I was almost so that's not like I'm addicted. I just see like your video, your videos and your person your personality don't match up. So I feel like they're playing two parts. I hear you. I hear you it can be tricky yeah it definitely
0: <laughs> a tricky world <laughs> uh one thing i want to ask you is obviously like your artistry is pretty sick it's dope like osama said unique sound unique personality like it all stands out growing up like what kind of person were you in school were you the kind of person that would, like sing in the hallways and stuff or sing to yourself and stuff like, I said, <laughs> on the cyphers obviously like little six and park I used to watch that back in the days what kind of Pretty person were sure, you yeah. like were you like the creative kid you said sketch to uh, draw doodles in class like what kind of person were you in the school growing up yeah um in
2: school I would say I was definitely like a, a very like outgoing like happy go lucky person um I was like a am person but I'm a very personal person and so that would reflect in like the way I communicate with people um, but I was definitely cool with just for the most part everybody like all the different cliques um, all the different people you know what I mean I'm just more so about like as cliche as it sounds, like spreading that positivity and just, you know, because you never know how someone else's day is going to be affected by you just, you know, saying that hello or the good morning or um, opening the door, those thank yous, the little small nuances that sometimes we often miss. Um, but yeah, I was very just like personal, but I was also like to myself and um, linking with tons of people. Um, and then, yeah, just pretty much just playing sports like the regular, regular type of kid. You know what I mean? Nothing too serious.
0: Mo, can you, can we relate? I can relate. I'm the same person, right? Yeah, I like, uh, just, just have to go lucky, having funny now, and just I'm just playing. creative. We used to do it all the time in class. We know not sound like and just caused trouble. We're troublemakers, essentially, yeah. Right, so Indo-Key. we're troublemakers.
1: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like, go, go, me, 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 me,
0: and Muhammad go back for
1: like grade one. So I feel like, oh, wow. I feel like he, yeah, bro. It's been that's how that's how long I've known him.
0: Twenty years. But twenty years,
1: 20 years. it's insane. It's insane to see like. When you when you say you know someone for twenty years, it's just insane just to think about it. But I want to go back to what Pat. you said. <laughs> Muhammad is uh, I always knew I uh, wasn't gonna do this nine to five kind of stuff because I, I always found myself different. Like I was like I would be doodling in class or like drawing with this guy like like stick figures or like whatever, or we'd be laughing at the random stuff. Like the teacher would be teaching a lesson and we're like in our own zone, doing whatever, and they'll be jokes. like, and they'll be like, "Yo, what's the question or what's the answer, sorry? And I'll be like i don't know bro we're not even paying attention to you and <laughs> my head i'm just creating but i do want to ask to you because i saw you said party next door is one of your inspirations right yeah so is there any other artist aside from party who inspires you to make music
2: uh yeah like the, the most i would say that you'll hear in the music like influentially or i don't know how to word but influence wise um, <laughs> yeah uh is uh, tori like of course drake like is super inspirational just hearing his versatility and just hearing how he puts things together um but mm-hmm. the people that i studied the most growing up and specifically like watched um interacted with and like kind of studied how they did stuff was um tori and then right after party but because Party's from like saga um i definitely take a lot of remnants um, from party but those two pardon me I those got- two for I- sure
1: when i heard your song uh, i tried the first person I thought mm-hmm. was like, this sounds like a party song. I'm like, if party was on this song, yeah. <laughs> song, I'm like, this song would be
0: just amazing. Man, sure. when Tory first came out, and like you said, like, obviously Coming. Drake is Drake, and what he did, obviously we give that up. When Tory first came out, and his sound, the rapping, and the singing, and how he tapped into it and created his own lane, I Fresh. told myself, I'm like, bro, I cannot become a rapper, because this guy, like, I have to compete with this guy, <laughs> like, oh my god, bro, Who, Drake? This, Tory, hey, Tory, oh, man, yeah, yeah. Tory, bro. But I honestly, yeah. that dude, that's dope. Yeah. That he's on And
1: also, I want to say, um, your music feels like I was listened to like a song like I tried rain and shine. was one of my favorite songs, by the way. Rain and shine has such a sick oh, melody to you. it. I was like, I appreciate put that song that. on repeat, and uh, <laughs> I think Untitled The Life of Lies. I listen to those three songs, but I feel like they all, like, just all like, they don't sound different. Like, they, they sort of, they all sound different. They don't sound the same. Like, all different vibe. It makes you feel a certain different way. And the lyrics is also what gets to me. Like, for example, like, I tried, you said, travel through time, the night, time sipping white wine, baby, I lied because I know how you feel inside. Like, song, this lyrics like that makes me feel like, bro, this is a night vibe, a midday vibe and a day vibe. <laughs> my, I'm just like, bro, That's what's I've been yesterday. Yesterday I was working out with these guys, like with my friend and Mohammed, and I was just like yeah, playing out of my, my headphones.
2: He got a test, I was outrageous. playing What's it. Up? There you go. I appreciate
0: that, bro. Yeah, and but like,
1: I, I can all yeah, sorry I have to
0: go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, ask after. No, no, no. You go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, like obviously, like you said, like Osana's been bumping your tracks the past like two weeks. So we've been listening to all your songs and like you said, like you're able to create different vibes and obviously different muses and different feelings, and it's obviously amazing to see artists do that because it's pretty rare obviously and the goal is to stand out as much as you can with who you are your image your branding and just the sound that you have and 100 percent you're doing that I give it up um explain the process in the studio because obviously everyone has a different process uh some people Mm -hmm. like to put up the beat first let that marinate for a little bit and then if the idea comes to them then they'll obviously write the lyrics and stuff and then lay the track down or some people like do the lyrics first obviously have like a book of Mm -hmm. book of notes or lyrics and then if you hear the right beat, it might uh, correlate and through that. So what's your process?
2: Yeah, um, well, it's definitely changed like over the years. Um, when I used to start, like when I first started, it was more I so a freestyle.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. So, yeah, what I was pretty much saying was like, obviously, everyone has a different process in the studio. Some artists like to hear the beat first, then they write the lyrics to it. And then obviously they lay the track down. Um so other some other people already have like a handbook full of notes and lyrics and different compositions and they can't mm-hmm. really find that sound until they hear that perfect beat or that inspiration and then they write the perfect track. Um how's the process for you in the studio? If we're in the okay, beginning yeah. versus now.
2: Cool. Um in the beginning it was more so like with the very first song I freestyle, um, and then just punched in. So I just punched in like line by line and whatever felt right or whatever came to mind. Um, and it took me like a couple hours to do. And then as I started getting better, I would start writing because I would go to the studio to record and have an engineer, uh, mix it for me. So I would come prepared with just some lines and stuff like that. Um, and really just try to like, what my goal was is to like really paint a picture. So in a nutshell, I'm trying to basically just create a sonic movie. So when you listen to it, it gives you a certain vibe, but at the same time, um, you also like, if you were to close your eyes and listen to the words, you can almost envision what I was saying, like physically or visually. Um, now, um, just because I know how to mix myself and whatnot, um, I feel like it's it's most catchy and most fluid if I freestyle. So for the last like two years, I haven't written anything down. I don't have any lyrics. I just basically punch in line by line type of thing um, and try to just do the best that I can with creating that visually because it's happening on the go. Um, but just pay attention to the melody. And yeah, the beats always pulled up first. Um, some of them I produce myself, so I kind of already have an idea after I finished producing it others I just kind of get off YouTube and then if I get like writer's block I'll just go on YouTube go on Netflix and then watch a show like a little key I've been doing is I'll watch a show or a YouTube video or whatever and oftentimes in life um, we draw inspiration from things we don't even think about so in a show um, the female lead might say a line that's super powerful and that might spark an idea for the hook and then I can take it away from there and that's pretty much what I've been doing
1: recently it's actually amazing oh, that's bro so, it's actually amazing because like i like how you said sometimes we get inspired just like this like something like sometimes it's not an actual inspiration like not, not actual inspiration but sometimes like you're watching a movie someone says something that resonates mm-hmm. with you and you're like and you feel inspired like there's actually times where, like, with a project of me and muhammad where um i like there's a certain part that we're working on actually that i'm not sure what i was doing but something someone said something and I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. we're doing this. And, I told, and he's like, bro, I like it. Let's, let's, let's actually work on this project. Which I love because I feel like sometimes, no matter how much motiv- how motivational you are, how, no matter how no much how strong your drive is, we all need inspiration mm-hmm. sometimes. And I feel like Trax. inspiring each other is, is the best thing that we can do.
2: Fact. Agreed. Definitely agreed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Inspiration comes good. at its own timing.
1: 100 percent, and i feel like a lot of people they, they try to go like yo oh, i'm gonna expire right now it, 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 like, inspiration doesn't have an actual time limit like it can happen spontaneously.
2: for sure for sure i actually listened to a good book once i don't know if you guys know the guy um eric thomas i believe his name was eric um thomas, and he yeah. said a crazy yeah he was like um oh no it wasn't eric thomas it was someone else on like instagram but the point was he said that inspiration um, basically comes at its own timing, but motivation is what you can create every single day. So you kind of have to play with the two. Um, You're not always going to feel inspired, but you can always motivate yourself to do something.
1: And And that's that's the hardest part. Game changer. And that's the hardest part because a lot of people, a lot of the times when they don't feel motivated, they feel like they don't have to do anything. But the hardest part is motivating yourself to do that. Like for example, like your music, you're like sometimes uh, sometimes for you, it's like, oh, I, I need to record a song. Like, having that drive, like, motivation comes within. It's not like, sometimes it can be your friend who motivates you. Sometimes it can be whatever. And I feel right. like you able to motivate yourself or someone giving you that motivation, you going through it is the hardest thing to do and to stick with. And I feel for any creator out there, like myself or even Khalil could agree to this, and even Muhammad, or, like, my advice would be to, like, a lot of people is just, like, the, the, the times where you need it the most, the hardest times are the times you have to get up and do, do, do the actual creation
2: facts 100 percent consistency definitely brings the gold medals you know what i mean because no one's behind you coaching those days when you decide you have to get up and go get it right and those are the days that extra couple reps that count
1: that's so that's so true that's so true i have a question for you so what's your favorite song that you made thus far what's the song that means to you the most like this song is like because you have a lot of like, good songs, bro. So I want to see like what song means <laughs> the most to you.
2: Um, I have a couple unreleased ones that I think were pretty cool, and I'm gonna be dropping this year. Um, okay. But on, like, I can't public... wait, bro. <laughs> 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 Appreciate it. On uh, uh, public like... platforms, I definitely would say like probably a tie between like "Life Lies or "I Tried," just because they're both sonically and like storytelling wise in the same in the, And I think that mm-hmm. uh. I I did a pretty good job of um, melodically like pleasing the listener, but as well as um, painting an image. Like you could kind of close your eyes and sit there and kind of envision what's going on.
1: So for you, I love how you said that, by the way. But also, like, so you as a, you as an artist, what mm-hmm. do you want your what do you want your viewers to feel like your audience? Like, what do you want them to feel with your music? What what's your yeah.
2: Um, I I think it's like it's a tie between a couple things like one I want them to feel constantly entertained so like we talked about the trends and I think that comes from the melodic piece so me just changing up the melodics finding new pockets pardon me Um, and then lyrics wise I want them to do two things Um, I never talked about this before but do two things one I want them to envision what it was like for me if that's how they're feeling so if they're more so in the concept of trying to watch a movie they can close their eyes and listen what it was like for me but if they're in the space in which they're trying to feel motivated and inspired or trying to feel like there's a bigger picture connected within them or with them sorry they can close their eyes and envision a very similar scenario for them with the same lyrics so those are the three things that i'm really just trying to tackle in every song
0: that's that's amazing and yeah i mean you have a very big girl audience obviously right because the art music and <laughs> something the, sound like and the melodies, that. and everything you um, can't complain you know, like, bro. In- <laughs> oh yeah of course i don't want to complain either i want the same for ways you know um uh, but obviously like in the beginning you make your tracks based on what you feel and what you're going through and like you said you want the mm-hmm. listener to experience it and see the overall picture with the vision and the themes with containing to the lyrics now mm-hmm. as you go along i'm pretty sure you're, you're probably doing a good job with uh engagement with their audience so just hearing from them their thoughts and their stories have you gotten like any like thank yous and like how your music has helped someone's life and stuff whether like in school or college at jobs yeah. like from men and women
2: i have and it's always like it's always a trip when i hear it because i i kind of just more so write it to get it off my chest like, and to do the other things that i've mentioned um but because i'm definitely about, like a micro influencer or a micro creator like i'm on a very like smaller tier I never always, like, I never expect that I'm going to bump into someone, whether it be, like, DM, FaceTime, phone call, in person, that will actually, like, listen to my music, and on top of that, tell me about it, because some people will listen and just, obviously, keep their opinions to themselves, which I can respect, um, but, yeah, I've had a couple times, like, years ago, when I was working, um, like, retail, and I was, like, in the middle of my job, and someone's, like, oh, hey, I've heard, like, your music, you know, I know you, I've seen you on Spotify, or whatever, like, your music's amazing or other times where i've gotten random dms where someone told me like this record that like, got me through a hard time i was like oh like i didn't like you know what i mean I, I didn't even really realize i've had other people who just say like um aside from the music like thanks for responding to my dm or whatever like i really appreciate it. i was going through like a tough week or or they watch my stories or the TikTok. i go on TikTok live pretty often now so they say they love the energy just because like it's something that uplifts them so like little things like that um I probably take for granted cause I'm just not taking in that it might change someone's day or perspective. Um, but I always just make sure I take time to like first and foremost, thank them for letting me know because they don't have to do so. And not everyone will always tell you. Um, but music wise, yeah, it's definitely been a game changer. Like it motivates me differently when I hear that. Cause then it's like, okay, it's obviously important to somebody. So let me try to make sure it's even better next time type of thing.
0: Hey man, That's incredible. Um, beautiful Anton obviously that's what you want right just to hear from the people sure and you never know how big your impact is going to be like you just wrote that song on that day to a particular feeling or a certain event and that song just changed someone's life for that like you said for that week and that moment when you hear it back it's incredible right so that's something that we all strive for as creators facts
1: (laughs) yo I'm not gonna lie is uh when your friend it's different when your friends tell you because your friends are always gonna be biased. No matter how you just no about how bad, just like song, or no matter how bad the podcast. Even if our friends like, sometimes I tell them, like guys, you gotta be honest with me, and Mo. Because if if yeah, sometimes like we're so critical, on, like you're, I think you're always critical on yourself
0: mm-hmm.
1: more because you want your best product. I always tell I always tell people like, like don't be scared. Like if there's something wrong, let me know. Because I'm not trying to give out garbage to people. Like I want people to like actually love this. Right. And it's different when you have your people who don't even know you like, across the world saying, Hey, like this means the word to me. Like, this is how I felt this past day. it makes you feel like you're touching someone else who you don't even know. And mm-hmm. it's almost a sense of inspiration as well. Because like I touched to like a few, a couple people, I imagine what you could do with the millions around the world who still have heard, haven't, haven't heard your, like your podcast or music or whatever it may be. So that always drives
2: me. For sure. No, it definitely is a game
0: changer. One thing I actually wanted to ask you, obviously with COVID um, from this year and last year, a lot of concerts have slowed down for big and also smaller uh, entertainers and artists. Were you you actually doing shows before COVID? And obviously if you were, are you really excited to actually go out and start doing shows maybe later on this year and beginning next year just to reconnect with your audience live? The reason why is
1: because
0: you want to come to your show. Are you going to pay Osama? Sorry? Are you going to pay? 100%
1: 100%, bro. I gotta support. I gotta support the homies. All right, that's cool. <laughs> Much love. Um, honestly, I haven't really had
2: any shows because, like I said, I was, I'm a relatively smaller influencer and smaller creator. Um, and then honestly, just for 2021, um, because it's almost up like six months, and then 2022, I probably won't even have any. Just because right now I'm focusing on just writing for other people. So I'm kind of pivoting as to what I'm doing. I'm still going to be dropping tons of content. And that's kind of like why I enjoy platforms like TikTok and things like that. Because it lets me connect on like a one-to-one basis. Um, But realistically, like I've been just working with some bigger artists, um, kind of trying to get my name out there, but as well as really try to um, do what I can, like bring my talents and skills to the table to up their content. And so I've been just writing a bunch of different records, like pop, um, writing like more dance hall influence, Afro beats, R&B, trap, um, stuff that like I haven't ever released. So I'll, I'll release some of it for sure. But um, yeah, like I don't think I'm going to be having a, like any sort of shows. If I do, it'll probably be like one show with a very small capacity, like 100 people, um, just so that like everyone can kind of feel the energy close knit. Everyone can kind of put faces to names and stuff like that. And then I would yeah. probably personally message people. But I think that probably be the only show that I have for 2021 and 2022.
0: No, mm-hmm. well, that makes sense. And like you said, it's amazing to hear that you're diversifying your talents and your gift, yeah. right? So besides making music for yourself, you're doing it for other artists and different genres as well. So that's only pushing you creatively and mentally. And obviously, you're going to make an amazing body of work. It only gives you a bigger, bigger name and platform in the public as well behind the scenes. So that's really cool to know that.
2: Appreciate that.
0: No, that's what's up. Actually, you know what? I have another question. Um, I -hmm. always see a lot of people talk about top five, whether it's top five rappers or album uh, (laughs) rappers, R&B artists, and all that stuff. I want to know your top five albums from R&B artists. Top five albums. Top five. That's tough. Because your style is really unique. I really want to know what is his top five <laughs> RB albums. You can do ten if you want, but I'd love to know. So give me like a better like clarity cool. as far as your influence. Um
2: top five for sure. Like I would say P three. So Party Next Doors P three was crazy. Yeah. Um I, I'm I'm not the greatest at album, so I think it's like nothing was the same where Drake was looking at himself, mm-hmm. like in the album cover. That was awesome. crazy to me. Uh Memories Don't Die by Tory Lanez so- that was Talk a big one it. for me. Not the Colossal. Um, Talk about it. <laughs> Toss. Toss. Um, who else had some crazy albums? Um, the problem is I don't really listen to albums as much. I just, like, literally delete half the album listen to the singles. But R&B-wise, who else had a crazy one? I'm thinking of a, a couple old-school people I listen to. to. I'm trying to remember their names of the actual album. Like, 1990s, early 2000s. Um, I might have to come back to you with the other two, but it's just more so like I'm trying to get back instead of oh, oh Bryson, of course Bryson that was crazy okay. that was insane, and probably realistically like in a more nuanced setting like um black uh the bear black bear um that one those were definitely like for what, me what, those molded what, sound
1: one of my favorite artists
2: facts. super fires so good underrated like i know they're all booming but i still think underrated in the sense that like they could offer so much more um given like more time was given to them right or they have like an unlimited budget or you know what i'm saying unlimited reins on the project
1: i agree 100 yeah (laughs) so let's give it one second no stress Anyways, uh, Khalil, I want to thank you for coming on, bro. We appreciate it. I know it was like short notice. I want to I say short notice. No, and, no.
0: no, no. Uh, we
1: never, <laughs> I know we never got to go on an actual conference like a meeting, but I love the podcast. I Honestly, I want to tell everybody from our viewers across the world please go check out Khalil. We'll put you in our bio. I'll put you on my Instagram. I'll shout you out again. Appreciate um, you. Yeah, man. I want, I want, I'm hoping to hear some new songs because there's bangers. The ones that I've heard are bangers. I can only imagine what you have. Going forward. And if you do have a show, let me know and I'll definitely be there to support you. Mohammed. you. Any, any last words? No. Yeah. <laughs> I think his I think I think his parents are like are just cooking, but uh, oh, okay. with that being said, yeah, no worries. yes, sir. Respect. And I'll be to see you again, bro.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. We'll definitely do a part two in a few months. For time. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Sounds good. All right, much love. Thank you, gentlemen. Much Appreciate love. you. You're welcome. You're welcome.
1: Deuce.